and welcome to episode 6 of the Breaking Awesome Brocast. My name is Matthew, huddled in my underground bunker surrounded by the wheat fields of Plymel, America. Sitting to my left, perched in his evil lair, high above the gridlock of downtown Marion, Kansas, is my good friend Daniel. Say howdy to the people, Daniel. Howdy. Sit across from me in a dark corner of the Wichita Cantina, the man who always shoots first, my good friend Heath. Say howdy to the people, Heath. What up? So, Heath, what is up? Hey. Oh, that's fine. You're just ignoring me now? Wait, who's that? Is that Kent? <laughs> Never heard of him. You're on the podcast, Kent? <laughs> See, I laugh at you at least. Yeah, I'm on the podcast. I don't want to scare him off by mentioning his name directly. Because <laughs> he might just not talk. Because he's a sensitive doe in the wilderness. It's scared true. and skittish. He has his little Bambi with him, seeing the new spring grass underneath the snow. Are you gonna Are you gonna shoot me? Sniffing later? for man. Do I need to be worried? And then somebody makes a noise and he scampers away. Yeah, that's pretty descriptive. That's how I always picture Kent. That's how you picture me. So what is up with me? That was my question. That is the question. Well, I finally have a full team at work. After years of trying to get to the point that we're at now. So, so we have like all 11 finally all drafted right. that tight end? Yes. Actually, I think it is 11 people on my team. That's funny. I had never thought of Are it. Are there as. other teams in your company? Do you need to be playing yes. football against them? No. We're not playing sure? football. Do you pull out a cigar regularly and say, I love it when a plan comes together? <laughs> yes. Every time we release, that's what I do. You should start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Yep. So I finally am not doing any recruiting right now. I have nice. uh, four developers, three, well, two QA and four designers. No, and a, and a contract web designer. So that's good. We've got big plans. So if and you're looking for a job, don't call Heath. Nope. I finally don't have a job for you, Kent. <laughs> That's good. That means nothing's coming up big in my life where right. I have to make a hard decision. <laughs> Kent, <laughs> come and work for me. <laughs> Other than that, T, we're just uh, snowed under. It was pretty nasty this morning. How much snow you got? Not a lot. It was like maybe an inch, but it it's like it was cold and windy. Yeah, we're still we're still. We good, got though. some flurries this this morning, but that's about it. We're getting it good still. Really? It's almost yeah. all gone. Yeah, I think it's done here. What about you, Dan? Uh, we got about two inches really? of that fluffy stuff that doesn't stick. Yeah, right. it's like little balls of it, but it's a whole bunch. But they didn't cancel your school, did they? No, nope. we, we still or had the school. one kid that goes to school. <laughs> For me, yeah. <laughs> Not because there are three people. What? They just don't. What? It's not because they're three years old. Like, oh. I have kids that don't go to school because right. they're little. You have yeah. kids that don't go to school because you're too cool for that. They're too cool for that. Does that mean Jacob's not too cool for that because he goes to school? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Name Jacob going yeah. to school. My name's Jacob. I go to school. Wow, you're actually making fun of my son <laughs> in front of our thousands of listeners. Yep. I'll do it again, too. (laughs) 
Well, because I and we forgot to talk about his big dance last week to make. Oh, I forgot about that. I should have mentioned that. Yeah, he did have his first. I mean, I think he's been to one other dance, but this was like a semi-formal. So we got him a, a tie and a shirt and some fancy pants, which evidently fancy was not pants. required because the other kid that oh, he was with, yeah, his friend, he he just wore a button-up. He didn't wear a tie. Yeah, not everyone. It was varying degrees, but man, the girls, when I dropped them off, they did not dress like that when we were in junior high. Yeah, see, when you sent that text see, you and sent you sent the, the picture, picture, and then picture, I was like, it took me so long and I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Was like, is That's that a girl? A girl? That's a guy. Oh, That's I what like, I thought, too. That's I why like, I sent the text where I was I like, mean, which one's Jacob? Girls really didn't dress like that when I was in junior high. <laughs> he doesn't look they, like a girl. I, Right. I know. Well, you see the dilemma <laughs> right. I was in. That's right. why I didn't respond to it. No, that was I just did. his friend. He went with a group that did uh-huh. have um, girls in it, but um, the, I, that was his friend. So the girls were all him. wearing uh, ankle-length dresses? And <laughs> no, they were not. Corsets. They were uh, tight dresses with high hemlines and all that stuff. Not all of them, but uh, some of them that I saw were like that. This is your local Christian school that you send Jacob to? Not a Christian school, no. <laughs> I'd ask Dan what was up, but it doesn't even sound like Dan's here. So I'm here. I'm just bad. I'm just listening. Just sleeping. He's just applying for student aid right now. Yeah, I went to a Lenten breakfast this morning. I didn't. I didn't know you had had celebrated that. We that we do, and it's community wide, and I was the youngest guy there. I keep meaning to start the podcast with, you know, it, you know, it's whatever the day. What is today's date? The March fourth. the fourth, Wednesday of the second week of Lent, Lent, or as my Protestant friends call it, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Uh... <laughs> hey, actually, we we practice Lent at my church too. Well, your church is your church wants to be. I mean, have you told Paul about the? permanent deaconate in the catholic church because i think he'd go for it the permanent deacon deaconate yep is that for priest right yeah well you're not quite a priest but you're married married and you're doing full-time service in the church sounds like dan has a visitor hello put him on mysterious (laughs) we have a guest on the podcast our first guest Introduce yourself. Have a good one. You too. Hey. Hey, you have a good one too. I will will have a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was that was the FedEx guy. (laughs) FedEx. You should have interviewed him. You should have. They're on a schedule. Name Mr. McFeely. A tight schedule. (laughs) No, it's not Mr. McFeely. Wasn't that a creepy name for a little kid's postal office worker? If you think about it. Right. What was Mr. Rogers thinking? I think we'd end up Orthodox instead of Catholic, though. Man. If you had a mailman named yeah, Mr. No. Feely? We have icons in our service. We don't have any yep. crucifixes. But not you because... You really have icons? Huh? You really do? Yeah, we do. We, you we guys are jokers. <laughs> we don't kiss them, though, like if you go to an Orthodox service. No icon kissing involved. <laughs> so... Uh, Lenten breakfast. What 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 do you do at a Lenten breakfast? 
Uh, we eat breakfast food, and we have about a 10-minute devotion, 10 to 15-minute, and that's about it. The highlight, though, today was the beef bacon, okay? I, I've had beef bacon in the past at kosher restaurants, and I hate beef bacon. But this stuff, this stuff was choice. Of course, it, it may be called by its alternate name beef jerky <laughs> breakfast beef jerky it is so good so good really i've never had i've never had such a jerky. thing yeah me either yep huh. that's that would be one of my biggest hang-ups of converting to judaism would be saying goodbye to, to regular bacon oh yeah definitely but if you could do it with beef jerky you'd be but fine it, but yeah that, that I do you could, think it's uh, close enough you can do it? it um Probably not. <laughs> you yeah, would consider like, it. Okay. Do I give up the divinity of Jesus or not? The bacon, the bacon thing is what's holding me up. But. Okay, so yeah, the best, the best <laughs> beef bacon that I've ever had still doesn't live up to the worst pork bacon that I've ever had. No, mm-hmm. surely not. Surely you've had some bad regular pork bacon before. Do you remember yeah. uh, the international? Or no, no, no. What? Oh, what was that place we ate at in the middle of the night after the um after that concert in Kansas City? Do you remember? <laughs> All very <Awful> descriptive. <laughs> I know my mind's going completely blank. Waffle House. Yeah, well, the Waffle House. Waffle House. That was the worst food I've ever had in my life. At a Waffle House, including waffle house the bacon. Yes, that's poorly cooked bacon. I think right. all all bacon starts out as good. <laughs> And it's to the individual who cooks it to bring out its pure baconness. I think there's some theology in that, too. (laughs) If you're ever in Leota, Kansas, go to the whatever the butcher shop name is and buy bacon, whatever you do. Mm. Straight from the butcher shop. Best bacon I have had. I mean, it just it blew my mind. Is it real thick? Uh, Yeah. And it's it's just how they cure it is. I mean, it's just got this sweetness to it, and it it's just perfect. I mean, it was just amazing. Leota, Kansas. Who knew? Yep. I'm going. Sounds good. Speaking of bacon and Lent, that's what we've been eating on Sundays. I've been making bacon and then uh, cinnamon rolls each Sunday morning for Lent. Yeah, just because. Just for Lent. Because yeah. Because Sunday, the Sunday right. is the uh, feast day, right? Oh, mm. but every Sunday is a feast day. Well, yeah, true. I just like the the added contrast that it adds during Lent. To, I mean, I've done stuff like that, but not every Sunday. We have bacon every morning. Oh man, who has? I thought time you for were that? supposed to just eat fish sticks the rest of the week for Lent. Just on Fridays. Just on Friday. Oh, that's right. I knew that. So you're practicing but, uh, the water. No, way lint. back when, when we when we had the point in our marriage where we discussed anyway, where it was decided that I would get up and make breakfast for Betsy before she went to work. That was my thing. It's like, well, if I'm getting up early to make breakfast, I think we're just going to have to have bacon every morning. Does your house just smell it. like bacon bacon constantly? No. How do you? My house always smells like bacon when I cook it. How do you fix that? I run the oven vent. Oh, we don't have one. Yeah. That's the problem. Womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. 
Do you do it on the griddle top or like in a skillet? In my yeah, in my cast iron skillet. Well, actually, <laughs> truth be told, most time I just microwave it because I don't get up early enough. <laughs> Ew. But if I get up early enough, <laughs> it's in the skillet. <laughs> Why don't you throw it into bake and while you go and do something else? That's what we do. It turns out awesome every time. Yeah. Bacon. How long do you bake it for? I've never been a big fan of the. Bacon. Are you gonna put put the baking recipe on? You're not doing it right, then. You got yeah. You got to lay it out, crank the oven up to like four twenty five, pretty high. You know, four twenty five, four fifty. Do you do you put it on something so that the grease drips underneath it, or do you let it sit in the grease? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll put down some aluminum foil and then a you know just a. A drying rack or a cooling rack, yeah, like a cookie cooling rack, inside the pan, and uh, drape it on that. And so you. How just long does to... it take? I used to do that, but now I just set it in on the aluminum foil, so it can cook in the grease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, How long does it take? Probably fifteen minutes or so. See, that's the thing. I've if I have that much time, I, I like to you know experience you the it? bacon cooking. It's do you fun. like the grease splattering up on your it. chin? I do, and it, it's like it's like uh, you know when you hunt for your own food. It's it's like I'm hunting for my own food because I'm cooking my own bacon, taking the time, lovingly taking the fork and oh, it's turning it every so oh, it, and you know because you got to watch it, make sure it just it doesn't get too much, it doesn't get. It's it's my only uh, my only link to nature, really. That's your prime. Bacon. You're a farmer, and cooking bacon is your only link to nature. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> Something may not be right there. Welcome to America. <laughs> the rest That's of the time, great. you're in the cab of a tractor or a combine. Yep, air conditioner on high. Well, that's the other thing. Your bacon will follow you around for a portion of the day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, it sort of gets into your the hairs on your on your beard, and you sort of ah, bacon. I made bacon this morning. <laughs> Have you guys done the uh, the steak steak cook where you you cook your steak backwards so you sear it at the very end of the recipe? What? No. You you put it in the oven on two twenty five. You stick a thermometer in it. When it gets to one twenty five, you pull it out. You let it rest for 15 minutes, and then you sear it. For 15 it, minutes? Yeah, because what you're doing is you're letting it cool down so it like it doesn't uh, like release all the juice when it hits the hot skillet. Oh, yeah. And then uh-huh. when, you, when you sear it, you're able to eat it immediately. You don't have to let it rest after you sear it because the inside has already cooled down enough. Does but that it, work? Yeah, it's amazing because what ends up happening is you're – Steak gets completely medium rare, like all the way through. Instead of having like a brown outer and then, you know, it depends on what you're wanting to go for, you know, how long you want to cook it in the oven. But, um, yeah, it's amazing. So you can just set your thermometer, though, for how you want it done then. Right. So you just set your thermometer a little – you want to set it a little bit below where you want because right, when you right. sear it, it's yeah. going to create some more heat. But But what it also does – so it gets the entire steak up to the level you want and then it's dried out the steak a little bit, not – like it's taking a lot of the moisture off the surface of the steak. So when you uh, when you go to sear it in your cast iron skillet, it like puts on a really nice sear. And then it's like like for me, I like medium rare, so it's medium rare all the way through from like edge to edge. Hmm. It's 
pretty pretty amazing. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I wasn't totally sold until I. There's a guy who put out a video on it, and he he talks about all the science behind it. But it's the only way to cook a steak, in my opinion. Hmm. Hmm. I don't try know. It. Yeah, it sounds a little try weird. Next time. Kent, should I call steak. Kent next time I cook steak, Heath, or will it be on the show notes? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Man, it takes time to put together those show notes. I'm behind. I could use some help, Matt. Yeah, especially when you lose the website that you're in charge of for your organization. <laughs> well, that's, that's why you're not in charge puts of the it website. Put it on the back burner. <sighs> Kent is the official podcast meat cooker. We could have yeah. a special in the summers, Kent, where you Ooh, like give a little segment on us. smoking or we barbecuing. We could just all cook our meat together <laughs> during, during the podcast. Be cooking during the podcast? Yeah. I do love a good recipe. We all need Bluetooth headsets to record with. We could just go stand in the kitchen. As soon as the money, people start sending us their money. <laughs> yeah as soon as that starts happening come on podcast listeners you're not upholding your end of the bargain they want to Heath they're just waiting for you to set up our uh, uh, that <laughs> word account it starts with a P is somebody drinking iced tea or something I'm drinking an iced Coca-Cola classic oh man that sounds good it even sounds good over the speaker I'm drinking Dr. Pepper 10 is that good? I've not tried it. It, sound, it kind of seems like a marketing ploy. No, it's it's better than diet. Yeah, it's way better. It's than better diet. than diet, but it's not. It's I don't know. It's still not great. I wish Coke would make thought like it. a Coke ten. A Coke My twenty. My problem is that like I don't want to make the the necessary. Um, like I don't want to. I'm not. I don't think I can do diet. Like I I don't. I'm not man enough to to make it through the period. Of which it's where it tastes awful. To adjust. It took to adjust. me like a year. And I yeah, feel like I, I could do it with Dr. Pepper 10 because I've had a couple Dr. Pepper 10s. And I, I think I could do it, but it's not worth it to me as long as I can't get a Dr. Dr. Pepper 10 at McDonald's. Yeah, that's the problem. You can't get it very many places. As soon as I can get it at McDonald's, maybe I'll just make the switch. But yeah, I wish it was in Coke too. But. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the McDonald's isn't doing very well? There may not be a McDonald's, Matt. Oh, God. I don't think it's that bad. It's that bad. It's Companies that go thing. through that's, ups that's, and downs. That's why, uh, it is that bad. Whatever. We still buy it. They'll stay in business. Matt, still, Matt will not quit. Matt will keep the McDonald's in Garden City afloat. He's, no he's doubling down that's, on the large fry. You don't know. I mean, Betsy likes McDonald's way more than I do. Our kids, it's like the only cheeseburger they'll eat. They love it. Yeah. I've adjusted my cheeseburger recipe to be more like McDonald's so that they'll eat it. <laughs> Not a joke. Oh, yeah. If I grill out amazing hamburgers, they won't eat them. But they'll yep. eat McDonald's. Lots of salt and pepper. That's all it takes. So good. And really flat. Yeah. Flat and dry. Yeah. That's how my kids <laughs> like them. <laughs> Can you Frisbee golf with them? That's my kind of burger. Matt, how's it going? It's horrible, but I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, I had a meeting in Salina yesterday, so I drove to Salina and back because that's what I do. Seven hours of driving for four hours of meeting. Uh -huh. the, the commute of a farmer. 
So you were an hour away from me and you didn't come visit? Yeah, I I felt bad too, Dan. I looked and I was like, man, but I just... I, I, I really thought about it, Dan, and I felt bad. And, and this whole website business was really weighing on me. I wouldn't have been any fun to you. Would have been, well, it wouldn't have been any good. I'm glad you thought about it. Yep. I looked it up on, on Google and everything to see how, how much it would add to my trip. <laughs> uh, answer was an hour. And he decided yep. you weren't worth it. <laughs> All right. I I really I think it has a lot to do with that website. If that oh, if this website thing weren't going on, then you could do just about anything. Then then I wouldn't have it weighing down on me like. Mm. Yeah. So Matt, what happened with the website? Uh, didn't I just say I don't want to talk about it? You have well, to because everybody's wondering. Everybody's okay, wondering. so I'm I'm on a certain organization which we're not going to name, and this organization. So like. I, I got elected to the board like a year ago and um, the, uh, we started talking about the website and um, they're asking if anybody knows anything about websites that they could take over managing the website. I'm, I'm like, I stupidly say I could do it because it's obvious that nobody else knows anything. I don't know much, but at least, but I know that I, I know people that know things. So I'm like, eh, I could do it. Well, anyway, this thing is a mess and this person that, they had hired to uh, set up the website had like charged them like four thousand dollars to set up a very simple WordPress site. Ooh. And well, uh, why did you not pay me it, that? It was a mess, and so and the and like this organization like that was like their whole budget for a year. You know, it like drained all the reserves. Right. And and so it was a mess, and so I took it over, and then like I had to email this person and ask for uh, for <laughs> to have uh, whatever the administrative rights on the website and they sent me this snarky letter back saying I don't know who you are and I don't want you to mess things up so I sent a message back and cc'd it to the executive secretary and all of a sudden they're like oh here and so then I redid the stupid website and well it's not stupid it, I mean <laughs> anyway, I don't mean it like that. You know what I mean. Right, you're I redid frustrated. the website, and I'm just frustrated with it. And then, um, and everything, and then it, anyway. But so I thought everything was fine, but it, not knowing anything about websites, I didn't realize that the domain name was not registered at the same place that everything was registered. And like, so I renewed our registration on DreamHost and, you know, and it says on there that, you know, you're, you can have one domain name free with your registration. So I just assumed that it was all there on the same package. I never noticed a little thing where it said unknown under domain until I show up at the annual meeting uh, in February in Manhattan and I show up to the board meeting and, you know, they say something about the website and I'm like, well, I haven't really looked at it lately i figured i would just uh, wait and see what y'all said here and then update it because it doesn't need updated very often like we do a scholarship every year and so we have to put it push the scholarship and then there's like a business directory of all the people in the thing so and 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 it's it's such a thing that it only needs done really a couple times a year so i hadn't even looked at it. i'm like oh, i'll look at it and i pull it up uh in my hotel room that night and it is not there and turns out that 
this person had let the uh, domain name lapse and then oh so then we decided to wait and try to buy it at the auction because honestly who else would want this website name well apparently somebody did because they managed to <laughs> snipe uh. it from us and never even went to auction on snap names and so now it is anyway that's owned by someone else but snap names did did say they were sorry yeah i, I was gonna ask again. you about that what did they say they were sorry about that they weren't able to get it for me mm, that's odd that that someone else i mean he's they said there's not a lot i can tell you other than either the person renewed it or they transferred it to somebody else or just some other company was able to get the there's not even whatever. any reason that somebody else would need this domain right other than it's, to just annoy me other than so be a i jerk. mean i almost I almost I almost wonder if it's not one of you guys just messing with me. <laughs> I wish I'll, it was, man. I'll send it back to you. It only yeah, cost me so two hundred dollars. Just like so, right. we we had a dot org, and so I guess we're just going go to go with a dot net now. But it's just one of those things where I just oh, it just weighs on me, and I want it to be done, and I'm afraid that I'm going to have to rebuild this whole stupid website now, and I don't want to do it again. And it's not a stupid website. It's just frustrating. I think we can get it worked out, Matt. As long as we have access to the old account. Just, uh, I'll try to look at it tonight or something. I already know how to do it. I'm just not doing it for him. Yeah, but anyway, that's why I do my Whatever. own. He, he ignored my advice. <laughs> well, you, you don't understand, Kent. <laughs> Evidently not. I mean, your advice was um, you should ask someone else. Ask someone for help is what my advice I, was. I know that. I just asked you for help. And your answer was, ask this other person that you don't know for help. It's like, if I was comfortable doing that, I wouldn't have asked you for help. Mm, evidently, that's a problem. I think Matt just needs some empathy. I'm I mean, sorry this, this happened to I'm you. I'm sorry this has happened well, to you, too. Names, they, You're they right. gave me empathy, and I appreciated it. All our listeners can did, email Matt some sympathy. Did they mirror back your problem to you? I'm sorry that you lost the domain that you tried so desperately to get. That must be really frustrating. No. Well, I'm doing it now. I'm sorry, they Matt. just basically said, I'm sorry, I don't know what happened either, which was what I already knew. With it. I mean, you know, what else are they going to say? It's really bizarre because they're the auctioning company. Yeah, How do they not get. know what happened? <laughs> the Internet is a mysterious place. It's like the open sea. And, I mean, I feel like I'm living the Wild in West. the Wild West. Oh, what's that book series? They made a movie. It was a good movie. Pirates of the I Caribbean. I wish they would make more movies, but then they didn't. Waterworld. At Russell Crowe. They shouldn't make any more Pirates of the Caribbean. Master movies. and Commander. I feel like I'm living in uh, Master and Commander. I'm out on the on the open sea in my English warship, and I just keep getting attacked by the Frenchies. The Frenchies. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Is it good? Really? Yeah. It is one of my favorite movies, honestly. Really? All right. I really like that movie. Yeah. Master, what is it again? Master and Commander, Far Side of the World. But there's like a whole ton of books, and they're really good, too. I've only read the first really? one. I assume the rest of them are good. Huh, cool. Um, Master and Commander series. Really, I don't know, just, I don't know, I liked them. I like them. I'll check it out. So, I thought we'd talk about world travel today. 
I'm all for it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, because um, the original question was, where would you go? But I was wondering, like, what's the coolest place you've 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 visited? Hmm. I'm gonna say um, Stout Grove, uh, the uh, the redwood the redwood forest, uh, Jedediah Smith State Park. Hmm. Got to be about the coolest place I've ever been. Is that in Oregon? It's actually in California, okay. but but you get to it through Oregon. <laughs> it's it's the moon of indoor. It's only accessible from Oregon practically. Right. Because I've been to a lot of, like, I remember Mount Rushmore. And you go to Mount Rushmore and it's just like, oh, I, I just don't feel like it's as cool as I, it was in my head. And most places are like that, where it's just not quite as cool as you imagined it. But the the Redwood Forest is so much cooler than you, ha- than you could ever imagine. I mean, it is so cool. Yeah, that's on my list of places that I really want to go. I've, I haven't been there yet, but the, I definitely want to go see it. So the Statue of Liberty is one of those places that is not near as cool as what you how you imagined it as well. Just FYI. Basically land or man-made landmarks is what you're saying. <laughs> Are no <Yeah>. good. Right? <laughs> when did you go to the Statue of Liberty? Uh, when we went to New York a couple years ago. We actually it was actually during the government shutdown, so we could only take the Staten Island ferry and go by the Statue of Liberty <laughs> because <laughs> the government has we you know, we'd paid thousands of dollars to go to New York City and could not go because it's like they when shut we went down. to Washington DC and everything was under repair and right. and it was post 9 it was like the march right after 911 and like the security was nuts and you couldn't even go half the places and right yeah it was like that so we just we had to take we rode on the Staten Island ferry back and forth near near <laughs> the statue <laughs> but it it in movies, they you know they do those flyovers when helicopters, and you see it walking down the streets in New York, and Ghostbusters, and so you imagine it to be as tall as a skyscraper, but it's really a pretty small thing. It's not compared to the buildings. Yeah, how, would, you, how would it compare to the Statue of Liberty in front of the Garden City Courthouse? Would you well, say it's bigger than that? It's bigger, a little bigger than that. But I would say it's – what's the hotel in Garden City that's the old hotel that is cool inside but nobody knows about it? The, the Windsor. Windsor. The Windsor, yeah. It's probably like as tall as that. What? Four yeah. story, five you stories. Take that back, Kent. 50 no, feet. Back. Somebody who can type on your computer, type and look up the height of the Statue of Liberty. It is not near as tall as you imagined in your head. So you get there and you're like, oh, well, that's kind of tiny. I think that people coming to America were probably disappointed. You know, <laughs> three hundred and five feet. We rode all this way for this. That's like thirty <laughs> stories high, Kent. It's yeah, the same. That's well, thirty like, stories. You're in New York City. It's the four Windsor stories. Is four <laughs> I think it's City. all relative, right? It's it feels relative. like the size it's, of the Windsor so Hotel. What you're saying is, if you're going, go straight from the airport to the Statue of Liberty, and don't look at anything. Don't look at anything on the you way. You really won't be able to because you're in a taxi cab with a new driver, right? Be impressed, and then you can go see New York. Right. I'm going to keep that in mind. Which is that, mostly a very dirty place. So That's good travel advice. Yeah. I like it. The actual statue is only 151 feet from base, base to tip. Thank you, Dan. That's, that's what I'm saying. still like more than twice as tall as the Windsor. It's getting smaller. That's what oh, I'm because saying. it's got the big base on it. Yeah, right. big base. So oh. How much did you say? 100 and what? It's all about the base. Half of uh, it's the base? Yeah. 
half. So 151 feet, and then the other 150, 100, what was it, 140, 154 feet is all base. That's what I'm saying. No way is she walking down the streets in New York City in Ghostbusters. Yeah, you couldn't be on a very tall building and still see the top of her walk by. Right. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Okay, so that's not the coolest place you've been, <laughs> Kent. <laughs> what would be the coolest? Oh, shoot, I had one. Uh, you know, I, I think it's I, it's a tie between Nassau and the um, like Bahamas, the island area, and uh, the Canadian bush. I think the Canadian bush might even win out. It just was beautiful up there, you know? Heath, you went on that trip. Right. Did you? You didn't go back up into the rivers, did you? When we went fishing, you spent like a, a day doing that or something, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and that was amazing. That, really. So they they just took you on this boat up into the lake system of northern Sask- Saskatchewan, and I mean, you're just out in untouched woods, you know, like nobody had been there for ever, you know, maybe. And then they took you out. We they had one of the guys had built a bear hunting lodge out there so we got to go out and um see that and kind of experience that area but it was pretty amazing it was beautiful so loved it why did you go and not heath if you're on the same trip yeah i just stayed back at where we were staying with most of the group stayed only kent and maybe there was a, a couple other people went I, I think thing. yeah there was like kids could pay to go fishing and so i think like one kid paid and so we ended up but we didn't want to send one of our kids off with these two two adults that we didn't know, you know. So I ended up going with them to make sure that everything was kind of kosher. And then most of the rest of the mission team stayed back and hung out at wherever, doing whatever they did. Peeling potatoes or something. I don't remember what we did. Probably should have gone remember, on the trip. Do you, do you remember the beehive? <laughs> the beehive. The beehives on the way up we were driving. So in Canada they oh, have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Travis fields. and I went out and got in one. We went yeah, into one. Yeah, I did too. We, we, we all did, I think. No, we, you didn't. I Just got Travis. inside no, the beehive. No, you didn't. Uh, you totally don't remember that. Right? <laughs> it was me and Travis. And I then we got too. back in to the van and you guys were like, you guys smell like honey. And you could smell it on us. You're, you're drunk with power, my friend. <laughs> you went up the river. I went into the beehive. <laughs> I went in the beehive too. Because when we got out, we were like, let's pretend, let's do the Tommy Boy thing. And so we were like, oh, they're, they're attacking us. Totally. Kent, you have plenty of stories. You don't need to steal my stories. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, coolest place you've been? Mm, that is difficult to say because I've been to several places. Um, <laughs> Dan is so cool. <laughs> I Well... I've been to North Dakota. I've been to <laughs> Nebraska. It's, well, I it's mean, what could to... be cooler than Marion, Kansas? Really? Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to beat. It's with that river running through it. How close have you gotten to the Arctic, Dan? Have you gotten close to the Arctic? To the Arctic. Uh, Arctic. South Africa. But that's Antarctic. Oh, that's Antarctic. Never mind. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> Whichever. Whatever. Um, let's see. I've been up to Niagara. I've been to Niagara. That's pretty fun. That's and fun. well, I guess I've been further north. I've been that's to Maine. Not that far north, is it? No, is it, it really isn't. I don't really know. Yeah, I've been to Maine. Um, that's probably as close as I've gotten. Hmm. Unless the UK is closer, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It might be. Well, I'm pulling up Google Maps now, so we're going to find out. Um, Yeah, the UK is the furthest north. Well, it depends. Where'd you go? But yeah, it would be. Well, Because the only reason the UK is livable (laughs) like it is is because of the jet stream. It looks like on my screen that London is, yeah, like up into, like around Calgary or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so I've been According to Shannon, to Maps and Shannon Ireland. And oh, I, if I would, you've been, yeah. I would think that would be closer. Yeah. Is that towards the north? I th- Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's got to be the furthest north you've been. Further north than I've been. Yeah. Well, one of these days I'd like to, to get up Because, yeah, like, like uh, the top of Maine's like the same as like Spokane. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. Which I believe would be the furthest north I've been. Wait, if you're looking for a good book about Arctic travel, you should read Resolute. Who's that about? It's about British, uh, like when the British were first settling, putting colonies in North America, they also sent a bunch of ships up into the Arctic to try to explore it, seeing oh, if there was yeah. more up there. The book is really fantastic. Huh. Great, great stories. Is, and talk- is that one that got frozen in and everything? Yeah, that's where the Resolute comes from. It, the, yeah. And the president sits at the Resolute desk that they built a desk yeah, out of yeah. the, that the British okay. sent over to him. But the, there's tons of really great, interesting stories. It's really it, – and the British were so like dead set on honor and stuff that a lot of the things that ended up happening, they would deny or they – like there was, there was some cannibalism that happened, but – they wouldn't believe it because they're like, well, there's no right. way that our guys would do that kind of thing. And right. so it's really some really interesting stories out of that. So did you ever say the coolest place you've been, Dan? I, I haven't. I've been able South to, Africa. You've been so, a lot of places. Yeah, when did you go to Ireland? I don't remember that. So I was on the way back from my first trip to Romania. Uh, went through <laughs> Your first Ireland. trip? Yep. Was on that like our sophomore? Was, when was that? Uh, let's see. So in between freshman and sophomore year in high school. Okay. That summer. Yeah. Um, and then Israel was really cool. That was pretty well, amazing to, to, to see, you know, having read the Bible, you know, my whole life and then seeing, you know, these, these places that, you know, I've been reading about my whole life. It was pretty cool. Let's all plan a trip to go to Israel together. Let's do the Breaking Awesome podcast trip to Israel. <laughs> That's a good idea. I like it. The listeners can sponsor it. You know, when you when you lead a trip, you get to go to for free. So, right? Yeah. Done. <laughs> well, you've already That's mentioned McDonald's, Coke, uh, Dr Pepper, <laughs> Ten, Dreamhost.com, Dreamhost. Right. You got you got four possible sponsors. Sponsors right there. I think we have to hit five thousand listeners before you start getting any kind of interest like that. Oh, that's the. Those are the numbers. So we're getting close, guys. Just a little <laughs> bit more. Tell your Spread friends. Spread the word. Spread the word. Breakingawesome dot com. Heath, did you say any place cool you've been? No, I haven't been anywhere cool. Canada. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say. How do you say it? Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, the be the jungle in in the Ivory Coast was pretty amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. to see those. Those trees that are super tall, but don't hardly have any branches until you get up to the top and then they spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really cool. Um, we saw a, there's a, a cathedral there 
that is pretty stinking impressive. Um, mm. It's it in fact when the when the president had it built there in the capital of the Ivory Coast and the Pope came to bless it. He told them he had to build so many schools and hospitals to make up for all of the vanity involved in building the <laughs> cathedral. Cause, and some people had said it was just because he was mad because they, they had built a cathedral that was better than, um, what is it, St. Paul's? St. Peter's. St. Peter's, right, St. Peter's. So and that was pretty cool. But huh. um, I would say the Grand Canyon is pretty amazing. You know, the yeah. things like uh, man-made monuments might be less impressive when you see them in person, but nothing can match, you know, no picture can match the Grand Canyon until you see it in person. You know, one it time when I was... pretty small. <laughs> when you saw it in person? To me. You, you were at the or in a picture. No, I was, it was in person. Really? Uh, I mean, I was in an airplane. <laughs> but... No, it was actually really cool from the airplane. When we came in, I think when we came in, it was the sun was setting, and it was gorgeous. It was you, really cool. Kent and Dan, you were there. Do you remember and that? I was uh, very glad that Betsy let me sit by the window. <laughs> cool. Do you remember that sunset when we were at? That was actually at the Painted Desert, though. Yeah. And just the whole sky looked like it was on fire that night. The Painted Desert is a neat place, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That whole trip was, was pretty neat. One time when I went to the Grand Canyon, I think I was a youth pastor at this point, <laughs> the, the sky was all like overcast. And so all the pictures were horrible. So I ended up going into one of the gift shops and taking a picture of a postcard <laughs> for my pictures of the Grand Canyon because they were beautiful. So it was really funny. You know, that was back when you had to develop film. So I remember developing it and showing it to people and they'd be like, that's a great picture. That's funny. Yeah, I'm quite a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so just to wrap it up very quickly for this north south east west you've been anybody just north, estimate north canada south mexico east california west new york no backwards strike that reverse it <laughs> <laughs> wait what was it was a long trip what was the farthest <laughs> west <laughs> right. a really long trip <laughs> right. right his furthest west was Manhattan. It was, it was New York. No, okay, but for real, though, I didn't hear. What? No, they were real. North was Canada, south was Mexico, east is New York. Where in Mexico? West is... Uh, no, wait, you still didn't say it. West is... California. Okay. Where in Mexico? Hmm, uh, I don't know which is which is lower. Juarez uh, or Juarez Tijuana? Or, or Tijuana. Probably Tijuana. Uh, they're actually Tijuana's a little north. You've never been to like Houston though? Houston, Texas? Yeah. It's yeah, further so I, south. Than, it's oh, okay. Further south oh, actually I've been to Florida. Does that count? I've been to Yeah, it's further south than Juarez. Yeah. Right. Where that's funny. Yeah. There you go. For me, the furthest west would be, yeah, the Pacific and California. And then the furthest east We're in would, California. What did I say? Where in California? I'm oh, just where in California? It varies a lot. How, how um, west it is. Both in Los Angeles and San Diego, so I'm not sure which is further Los west. Los Angeles would be further west. Yeah, that's what I would think. So, yeah, L.A. Um, furthest north would be the up in northern Canada with Kent. Um, further south and east would probably be the Ivory Coast then. Mm. Nailed Although, it. well, actually, if you count airports... Um, we, I think we, 
we did a really short stopover in is it called uh, Lagos, Nigeria? I think that wouldn't be any further south than like Abidjan. no, but it would it would be further oh further further I see east what you're or Amsterdam. East, I'm right. not sure which which of those would be the furthest. Well, east. I got it pulled up, so I'll tell you. Amsterdam, I think, is your winner <clears throat> for the furthest east. Yeah, Amsterdam's your. It winner. could be the furthest north. I don't know, but probably Canada was. Um. We were north of Regina, or Regina, however you want to say it. What did you say. just say? We were north of Regina. Do, 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 do. It might be a tie. Huh, interesting. Yeah, geography's weird. Yeah. Because Regina's is. pretty south, isn't it? Or is it? It's about a tie, it looks like, to me. And I yeah. don't remember how much further north we went. We were a couple hours north of Regina. Right, Kent? Right. I don't know what you're talking about. Dan? In Canada. Canada trip? Guess. Yeah. Dan? Very north of Saskatoon. Uh, let's see. Furthest north. Oh, Shannon. you're right. Saskatoon was what it was. Sorry. Go ahead, Shannon, Dan. Uh, Shannon, so Ireland. So I think Saskatoon's your winner. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Shannon, <laughs> Ireland. Is it my turn yet? Yes. I, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. What is going on? <laughs> Shannon, Ireland. Uh, further south, uh, Cape Town, South Is Africa. that where the Shenandoah is? No. Um... Furthest west is probably San Francisco, and then furthest east is probably, uh, I'm not sure what town in Israel, but somewhere in Israel. All right. Cool. Did you go, Matt? What about you, Matt? No, I didn't. What about you? What about you? So it looks like uh, furthest north would be uh, Spokane, because it's a little bit further north than Fargo. Uh, furthest west, it looks like would be probably Brookings, Oregon. Yeah, Brookings, Oregon. Furthest west, furthest east would be Annapolis, Maryland. And furthest south would be Zihuatanejo. <whistles> no, no, not Zihuatanejo. Acapulco. Oh, yeah, you went down there after Betsy spent the summer there, <laughs> right? Oh, man. Yeah. I, I tell you what, the, the four hours in the Acapulco bus station <laughs> oh, right. is fabulous. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah, I, it was something. I need to make a, an amendment to mine. My furthest south was Nassau in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. Yep. When did you go there? Uh, when we were in high school, I went on a cruise with my entire family. Really? Yeah. I did not remember that. Really? I, it was during camp, and I made a big fuss about them taking me out of camp to go do that. <laughs> I bet you did. I did. I was so I mad. I bet you were man. such a jerk about it. I, I was. Making was me really go on this cruise. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anything in the news you want to talk about? Did you guys see the story about um, these guys in Illinois? who made a citizen's arrest of their town council. No. That's <laughs> the, awesome. The council was uh, voting about having some meeting that night, and they were supposed to, it was supposed to be an open meeting, like all of their meetings are supposed to be, but they voted to, to for it to be a closed meeting, which was actually against the law and was technically uh, like a, a minor offense. I mean, it wasn't a big deal or anything but the but they were apparently pretty corrupt this small town of like 16,000 people had like 64 million dollars of debt 
And so these these two guys, they're bloggers. There's these uh, vets that are bloggers who go around and target this sort of thing. And so they made a citizen's arrest, and the council was kind of making fun of them until the sheriff showed up and actually then finished the arrest and put them in handcuffs. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Sounds like what Mark's been up to and Dara's at. Oh, really? What's going on down there? <laughs> oh, this whole big bunch of stuff. I haven't talked to him lately about it, but like, um, he's been taking down the corruption. Dara's at Texas. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> There's this whole thing with like the volunteer fire department and the guy like taking money from the city and spending on personal things and all this big mess that he's involved in. He's been on the in the paper several times. Wow. He's divided the town one one side against the other and <laughs> That doesn't sound like your family at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he gets it. That's funny. Any more so news, or you want to uh, go? Kent's saying, which sh- kids, you see him there? Now I'm getting skittish. <laughs> if you point it out, he's gonna run <laughs> I know off. It. I I just I like looked up and like darted my eyes around, <laughs> sniffed the wind, bounded back into the thicket. <laughs> right. What were right. you gonna say, Kent? No, I read an article. Again, my news reading skills are not super great, so I don't remember what it was, what what it was even talking about, other than they have discovered a uh, another blue planet. Like it, the blue planet is like H two eight six or something. And have you seen anything so, on that? No. Do they think that it has water? Then that it's yeah. They think it's like quite a bit, like a huge percentage of the surface is water. What um, what size is it? If I remember right, it's smaller than Earth. Hmm. I I really wish I had actually paid more attention, but I thought it was interesting <clears throat> enough to bring up and have no detail. So, what were the first words you said? <laughs> the, they've discovered another blue planet, like a is, planet that has. Is this not the thing about Titan? I don't think so. Super, super cold chemical on Titan. I just. No, are you talking uh, about the spots? I just no, that's series. I just saw it just in I'm not up on the It was trending on Facebook an hour ago that like there was some super cool super cool chemical on Titan that might allow life to survive. Oh, I saw uh, that. Very, no, this, very cool. cool. This is like a real but I didn't like, read it. a planet that's not frozen. It's like they think it has actual water like oceans and stuff. Liquid water. Right, liquid water. So they found an M-class planet. Sure. So. Oh, Kent, you better pick up your wife something nice on the way home. Why? What'd she do? Somebody broke something nice. Oh, I saw. Are you checking Facebook while we're on the podcast, Matt? That's how I get my news for the podcast. <laughs> you see it if anything's trending that he needs to I, talk? No, I was trying to see if the Titan thing was still up there. Before. Huh. was still on the side there, but it wasn't. But whatever I saw in it, you know, they said they've estimated there should be like millions of blue planets, but this is the first one that they have ever discovered. Yeah, so mm, I don't know. Cool. I heard some recently about how as the science gets better and better, we actually keep losing the number of possible blue planets there are. Right. Like it really is that rare. Like, because at first it was like, oh, well, there must be millions of them. And then they do some more research and then, no. And then it just, like, the number's been going down steadily since they first made the... Mm. Oh, the right. number of their estimate, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
Here's the here's here it is. It's HD one eight nine seven three three B. It's Jupiter like, and it swoops around its star every two point two days. So it's oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you serious? Right. You would get dizzy. That thing's moving. <laughs> it's sixty three light years away. And it's huge if it's like if it's Jupiter size. Right. Can you imagine Matt drumming on that? I would Feeling? be so in the pocket. It's, it's, it's the Earth going too slow is what does it for me. You'd feel the rhythm of the, <laughs> That's what pulls me out. Of the HD one eight nine nine. The problem is you wouldn't be able to lift your arm to actually hit the drum <laughs> right. with. Right. I read something the other day too where they said now scientists are beginning to think that the universe is infinite, that there is no end to it. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't really look at it much though. It sounds kind of ridiculous. Well, it's. I mean, I don't know. It's this. It's it has the same problem All as science an is God, ridiculous right? after the fact. But it's the same problem with the argument for God. It's the same problem they would have with the argument of God, that it, it always exists, always will, has no beginning or end. You know, if it doesn't have an ending, we'll never know. That's the problem with that. You can never prove it. Right. We're we're watching the Catholicism. Uh, videos by uh, Robert Barron, Word on Fire Ministries. Anyway, he did this big video series, Catholicism. It's pretty cool. Anyway, something he said at the very beginning of one was um, he was saying how he's never actually talked to an atheist about their view of God and not been like, I would also reject that God. Right. Mm, right. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. God that you describe, I would also reject, so I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Right. That you should reject that God. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. No, that's sharp. That's good. Mainly that 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 video series is is because <laughs> it's like <laughs> he just goes all over the world. Like every scene is in a different place in the world, and so it's like mainly it's like that was the most fun video to make ever. <laughs> it was why he needed traveling. to be in Ireland to talk about the prodigal son. <clears throat> I'm not really sure, but it was cool. Huh. That's funny. That sounds like a cush job. Travel yep. the world, spend 20 minutes recording a video at each location. Yep, right. pretty much. I think we need to do the the podcast that way. <laughs> we do. <laughs> on location. <laughs> podcast on location. You can do a Kickstarter. Get that going. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen clips of Senator Inhofe that were circulating last week? Or earlier, yeah. was with the snowball on the Senate yeah, floor. Snow- yeah. No, I didn't see it though. Why? What happened? Okay, so Senator Inhofe, who is the chairman of the Environmental Environment and Public Works Subcommittee, and the guy is a, an anti. He's a a global warming contrarian. I forget what you call that. Because this is America. This is America. <laughs> so he gets, he gets onto the, uh, the, the floor of the Senate, and he's got wrapped up in a, a plastic bag and a, some tinfoil this probably eight-inch diameter snowball, and he unwraps it, and he says, for all you people who, who believe in you know, global warming, look what I found out on the steps of the Senate. <laughs> And that, that was like his argument. <laughs> he, he tossed it to the, somebody in the front row, and that was 
that was his his argument and nothing above and beyond that that argument so of course since there was snow outside there couldn't possibly be global warming true america america <laughs> so of, of course he got shred by the uh the pundits and the, the late night talk show hosts i'm sure it seemed like a good idea at the moment <laughs> i thought he was going to throw a snowball at them which i think would have been funny i've i've and a good argument too I mean, if he had just blasted like some of the opposition in the face with a snowball, right. that would have been awesome. Eat it, right? That would especially been. an eight-inch snowball. <laughs> That's a good size, man. You could knock somebody over with that. Yeah, I remember giving speeches in student congress that were about like that. About like that. <laughs> yeah, my, my infamous bugle speech. <laughs> what was that one? It was so stupid. So I, okay, so I had like this box of bugles, you know, the corn Right. Anyway, I I tried to figure out some way to incorporate that into my speech uh, (laughs) to be funny. And so I was like, I I got up there and I said, the the opposition's argument is like this this bugle. It goes round and round and round and it comes down to a point. And this is the point. And then I ate the the bugle, but... (laughs) I, I was chewing. Did you it cough on it a whole bunch? Yeah, my my mouth is dry, and I just ate this bugle, so I was just like trying to swallow it the whole speech, and it was very distracting and horrible. I'm pretty sure I got ranked last in that that round. That's funny. It backfired. Those were good times. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> you both said I guess at the same time. <laughs> Any other news? Or are we moving on? Moving on. Moving on. You guys got any recommendations this week? I do. What you got? Uh, let's see. I saw the movie John Wick, which I had doubts about. It's got Keanu in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but excellent movie. So this, this movie was actually directed and produced by, I think they're both stunt guys. So they, they have a background in, in uh, stunt work. And that's like the whole movie. It's just uh, an homage to amazing stunt work I mean, you don't watch it it's a revenge movie and you don't watch it for you know plot or character development or anything but it's just it's awesome Keanu Reeves gets his dog shot and um or somebody shoots Keanu Reeves dog and he goes after these guys it's about his dog yeah it's awful <laughs> so he kills a bunch of people kills a whole crime syndicate because, because of his dog Wait, and you're saying we shouldn't watch it because of the plot? Is that well? No, he's saying that's not why you watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. don't go into that, that movie expecting. I know that was my joke. Citizen Kane, yeah. right? That was my joke. Thanks. Wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. No, 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 Kent. You don't understand. <laughs> oh wait, you do watch it because. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kent. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that that was good. Um, so we'll have to check it out. It's worth looking. Somebody at work said it was good. And then you were like, we don't pay you to watch movies. And you fired him? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Were you there? Yeah, I saw it. So do you want a book recommendation or a movie recommendation from me? Whichever. Just both quick. Five seconds each. Go. No, I'll tell you the book I'm reading because the movie's really not news. No, the book I'm reading right now is uh, called World Order. 
by Henry Kissinger, and it is fascinating. Never heard of him. him. (laughs) Maybe you've heard of him before. Former Secretary of State. I've heard of him. I know you have. I couldn't have told you who exactly. (laughs) I think he was Secretary of State under. I don't know why. Under Reagan, but he was also sounds right in uh, the Nixon White House too. I mean, he's been around a long time. Yeah. Maybe he was in the Nixon. I don't remember, but it's. I mean, the guy is considered like um, kind of a genius when it comes to world power and knowing where things are going to go in the future. And he just has a really great understanding of the past. Um, so it's really cool. I mean, it, it's it's all about how the world got to be where it is today with like the balance of power. And so like in the first the first part of it, he talks about Europe and how basically the last 400 years of Europe and how it got to where it is now. And then right now I'm on the section that's about the Middle East and uh, talking about Islam and the, the rise and expansion of Islam and the Ottoman Empire. And it's just really fascinating. Um, and then eventually it's going to talk about the Far East and uh, a lot about China, I'm sure. And, and probably India, but I haven't finished it yet, but it's a really good read. Uh, so anyway, that's my book recommendation. What year was it written? It's really new. It just came out. He even um, talks about ISIS in it. It's that new. It just Oh, came really? Out. Yeah. How old is he? He's pretty old now. Yeah. I think he's in his 80s, maybe. Crazy. But it's cool. There's a lot of stuff in there that, like, I, I mean... I like history, but there's stuff that I just never knew or realized. And He's 91. 91? Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Still writing books. I heard that you, uh, like, he's an independent consultant to nations right now. Oh, yeah. He, he's still raking it in. And, it, like, the retainer to get him is uh, starts at a million dollars a year. Yeah. Any countries listening to this right now, I will do it for seven fifty thousand. <laughs> what was your movie? I thought you were gonna do a movie too. He was gonna I'm do saving one it for other. next week, man. Because it's not news or something. Well, it was. It was just Birdman. I saw Birdman over the weekend. It was good. Mm. Have you guys seen it yet? This will be my recommendation. Go ahead, tell us about it. Birdman. Unless it's terrible. I liked Birdman at the Oscars because every time they called it, the drummer just got to do a long solo. <laughs> oh, because while the people were walking up. Because the style is like this kind of cool. uh, jazz drum. So I was rooting for it. Birdman during the Oscars so yeah. that I could hear the hear more drum solo. That makes sense. But you haven't actually seen no. the movie. It didn't. They just gave the description, and you know, yeah. it's one of those Betsy. Yeah, I'm very limited in the films I get to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, the cool one of the cool things about it, I mean, is that the way it's filmed, there's never a cut. There's never a hard cut yeah, throughout the I movie. I was reading about that how they they tried to make it look like they never shut the camera off. Right. So they it do like these crazy 20-minute takes. Yeah, so they they would do really long takes where yeah, it would like and then we're talking like they would walk out onto the streets of New York City from the theater and then walk down the street and then go in someplace else. And they never cut the tape. It was all yeah. one take. Or and, very and, well done to make it. Well, some of them were really long some takes. Some of them were real. And some but of the whole movie, they blend it. 
Right. The whole yeah, movie they I, blend I, together to make it look like it. To make it look that way. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And but some of the really long takes are just amazing. And yeah. they would, you know, they would have to time things. Um, so so much going on all at the same time that they had to time it just right. And if somebody messed up at the end, they'd have everyone would have to reset and they'd have to go back to the beginning when they were filming it. I heard an interview with Michael Caine on NPR, or not Michael Caine, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael I mean, Keaton. yeah. As soon as I said that, I didn't say right. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton. No, I didn't see him on Jimmy Fallon. They had they had elementary school students write the plot for Birdman. And then Jimmy Fallon and Michael Keaton read the parts. Like what they thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, what they thought Birdman would be. It was super funny. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's really interesting um, to not give too much away. I mean, he ha- you see it right at the beginning. He at least appears to have superpowers, like the character Birdman. But you don't really know for sure if he really does throughout the movie. It's kind of, it's ambiguous. Who is the character Birdman? What are you talking about? It's basically Michael Keaton's life, only Birdman substitute in Batman. So he used to play the part of Birdman back in the 90s or so, or 80s. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's kind of sort of washed up. So Birdman's just like Batman, but we didn't want to pay the rights for Batman? Basically, yeah. It'd be a lot better movie if it were Batman. Just imagine it's Bert or it's Batman. Now that they've won these awards, they need to see if they can get the funding to go back and change the name to Batman, and then they can just like Batman and you know just insert it. It really doesn't matter. Every time they say Birdman, just for the plot, because he even talks as Birdman. He talks like Batman. Yeah, but it's like (laughs) I'm Birdman. (laughs) Well, maybe it's funnier that way, though. (laughs) You haven't seen it, Dan? Nope, not yet. It's it's cool. It's a good movie. It's I'd be I'd like to hear your guys' take of the ending because it's one of those things where you're like, wait, what does that mean? What are they trying to say with this? So should I watch Birdman or Whiplash? What's Whiplash? It was another of the Oscar movies. It's about a drummer and a abusive band teacher. That sounds great. <laughs> It's it's your life. Anyway, Linda saw it last week, and she wants me to see it so she can talk to me about it as yeah, a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> right, who doesn't want to talk to you about it as a drummer? Who doesn't? Did you have one, Matt? No. Okay. That's why I said I would take yours. Okay. <laughs> so, Birdman, everybody, you may or may not should see it. <laughs> yeah. My recommendation is if you're in a board meeting and they say, we've been having a lot of trouble with this website, who wants to deal with it? <laughs> just just look get away. Up Don't make eye contact. Act like your phone is ringing <laughs> and get up and, and walk out of the room and come back 10 minutes later and say, so, I'm so sorry I had to take that call and hope that they've moved on from that topic. That's my recommendation. Yeah, but if I'm one of the guys still back in the conference room, I would say something like, well, I think Matt just volunteered. No, I yeah, the, no joke. The thing is, that's why I got put on the board. <laughs> because they knew that happened. Like, because the they knew I knew how to do stuff. Oh, for the for yeah, you're the young yeah. tech guy. Huh? I'm the young tech guy, right? <laughs> in the whole industry. No, Look, not he's anymore, got a smartphone. He knows what he's doing. No, it's because they looked at my web my website and it was back. But you know what's dumb is like I spent all this time on on this website last fall. I never got mine updated. 
I didn't realize it till this winter. I was thinking I had updated it in the spring, but I like, cause like I had to do it all in August, all this updating and I don't have a lot of time in August folks. And so I put mine off and then I just never got to it. And so then I opened mine up just here last week and was like, Oh, it, it was still for 2013. Hmm. Oops. You wondered why you've been selling all that wheat for so cheap. Yep. <laughs> right. So my recommendation is uh, for the Bob Ross remixed Happy Little Clouds YouTube. Oh yeah, video. I saw that. That's pretty. Have you guys seen that? No. So good. Yep. So good. Yeah. You have it queued well, up. You want to play a little bit for us? Well worth the watch. I can do that. You guys ready? Yeah. Here we go. Queued it up. And. You guys hear that? Yeah. 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 That's, That's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful. That's it is. Cool. It is fun. Yeah. All right. It'll be on I'll send, the. Uh, I'll send you the link. Yeah, the website breakingawesome.com. Yeah. Eventually, I'm not promising Eventually. it's going to be there right away. Well, I, I looked up Mod Ross get it all on done. Wikipedia after I watched that video, and it, it turns out that he and Betsy's dad were stationed in uh, Alaska with the Air Force at the same time. Really? I don't think they necessarily ran into each other, huh. but it was funny. What's funny, though, is things like um, he got his hair permed so that he wouldn't have to pay for haircuts. <laughs> really? Which is exactly the kind of thing that Betsy's dad would do. Like He just, had, he just got all his haircuts at home. Cause like when Betsy's mom died and they're like, you have to go get a haircut for the, before the funeral. And so he went and he was like, do you know how much they charge for haircuts? <laughs> like last time I got a haircut, I paid 15 cents at the base. And even that was like too much. I was like, we're not paying for a haircut. We'll do it ourselves. It's just funny reading some of Bob Ross's outlook on life. It was like, it so matched up with Ted's and some of his life choices after the air force. That's funny. So what does he do for haircuts now? I assume he must go get them cut somewhere and just grumble about it. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. A floby, maybe? Maybe you should get him a floby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Boy, tough crowd tonight, huh? All right. Well, are we done? We're done. I think we might Let's be done. Do it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Breaking Awesome Podcast. Please go to our website, http slash slash www.breakingawesome.com for more information. You can uh, send us feedback at insert email address or go to iTunes and give us a terrible review. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> no, good reviews. We're were this forward slashes or backward slashes? I, oh my gosh! I, you know, I saw it on the paper and I, I did because I hand wrote it. So you also forgot the colon. If you, oh if you leave no! Out the nobody's colon, gonna it's find not gonna it. Work. <laughs> nobody's gonna find it now. Just yeah. say www I don't know. Without Does the HTTP, how do they know that they're in the right um, blah blah? TT protocol. Pretty much, it might be in some other. All of the browsers protocol. assume the HTTP. No, you don't know. In, I, in I do Korea, know, actually. In Korea, they're never going to find their website because they don't have the right protocol. 
<laughs> they're anyway in Cuba. They're pre nineteen fifties web browsers. Right. They're never going to work with the proper protocol. Are we done? We're done. Yeah, we're done. We were done like a half hour ago. <laughs>